0: You take an ancient dinosaur god and some toxic waste, you get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes and a mic, you get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, King of the Casters with N.B. and Brandon. And Jasper, who's a dog. Welcome to Podzilla, King of the Casters. I'm your host, N.B. Nightingale. And I'm your other host, Brandon. Producer Jasper won't stop licking water out of the toilet. That's okay, because he is a dog. a dog. And I'm Griffin Romprey, your local OSHA advisor. <laughs> I got some OSHA news for you. If you're building an amusement park, don't do it on top of a sleeping kaiju. It's a growing problem. <laughs> we Perfect. love you, Griff. <laughs> Alright, this week we're talking about Mothra vs. Godzilla from 1964, like last week's film, and like the original Godzilla before it, directed by Ishiro Honda. Oh yeah. And let's talk about your uh, initial thoughts about uh, the film, Brandon.
1: Okay, I think Mothra vs. Godzilla, I enjoyed this more than... The original Mothra movie, for various reasons we'll get into later, I thought it was a fun time, but um, I do think the final battle disappointed a bit.
0: Yeah, it felt a bit prolonged from the the action. The action beat felt too prolonged, in my opinion. As, uh, but I think that happens in a lot of these films. I really liked this one. I felt like it. Even though it's not... Like, the human parts aren't anything to write home about. It's not like some Oscar-winning drama going on or something. But the human parts get me engaged uh, very strongly, which is a lot to say for uh, for a Godzilla film. Yeah, I
1: would say the human characters in this movie, there were some interesting events that were happening in the narrative where I'm like, this feels different than what they were doing before with the yeah. humans. Like, the, there's various points where the humans have a direct impact on what happens with the monsters. Yeah. And that is, other than, you know, the ending of the original Godzilla, there's not much of that in the other films. <laughs> so that was a good thing to see, and that the, the often the thing that we don't care about actually mattered to the thing we care about.
0: Yeah, and also there was a really dope Godzilla entrance... Which we joked about, uh, well, we didn't joke about, Griffin came in and he joked about uh, (laughs) at the beginning of the episode that we will, uh, that we'll return to later (laughs) when we get to my section that I get to run. But uh, we don't start with my section that I get to run, we start with What That Monster Do. What That Monster Do is a section of the show where Brandon takes over and talks about uh, the character designs for the beasts and some of the special effects stuff and i comment in like an idiot
1: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) it's no problem and then we reverse it for the narrative
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so brandon let's talk about the monsters in this so
1: i will start with mothra themselves mothra looks identical To her appearance in Mothra from 61.
0: At least the moth version of Mothra does. Yeah.
1: So the... Yeah. When Mothra looks in her final moth form, I would not be surprised to find out that it was the same thing. Like the same uh, prop. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was because it looks very... Like almost identical. If not identical. Um, The difference comes from Mothra's larva form where we can get into how that plays into the narrative later. But Mar- Mothra's... You know, Mothra is a giant moth with... You know, she's inspired by the giant silk moth where she has these beautiful designs of yellow and brown and black and orange across her wings and her body. And it's a really good design for for her. And that's the same from the original. But I will say that the... the the larva form has gotten a downgrade from mothra 1961 like it's very obvious it's not the same suit as the larva version was in the in the mothra solo film which is a little disappointing but given that there are two larva in this movie it's understandable
0: we get mothra twins baby
1: oh, oh yeah we get mothra twins and then um
0: Wait, i shouldn't verse that We've got Mothra twin babies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So we got two Mothra babies. So they're identical. They're the same overall larva of the original, but the, you know, the suits worse. Yeah. So then I can get So there's three act. There's actually three um, different monsters in this movie. There's Mothra, we wouldn't know her. Yeah. And then there's um there's this little like known thing. It's like this funny little reference that I uh, that started this whole thing. Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Where Godzilla is. Godzilla looks really good in this movie.
0: Yeah, Godzilla looks great. They haven't quite got blinking yet. We haven't gotten that far in the uh, films yet, but mm. you know, we've seen the later ones. We see he learns to blink eventually. Yeah, we know that's a character. That's his character, right? <laughs> <laughs> it comes
1: eventually. So this film used the if I looked through my notes here, I can't tell what's an M or N. Uh, the Nosagugi, the Nos- Nosu Goji suit, which was slimmer, it was less reptilian than previous versions, it had a longer tail and white pupils. So, those are the changes on the base Godzilla design, but you know, he still has the spikes on his back, the dark green color, and you know, the overall dinosaur look about them. So, that's similar but i do think the larger the longer tail is a very good addition yeah cuz the tail has more things to do during the movie yeah so i will say um so that with, with that fine little dude out of the way
0: let's talk about the reason we're really here the oh, yeah. the fan request we got for 38 seconds of beauty. Mm, mm. Exactly 38 seconds of beauty. And no more and no less in Mm. any of the films.
1: A perfect amount of this monster.
0: We are talking, of course, about...
1: Skeleturtle! Everyone's
0: favorite kaiju! He's a skeleton and a turtle! Together! So... When most people who have watched this movie don't know who the <laughs> fuck Skeleturtle no.
1: is, that's the funniest thing. I was not aware. I was not blessed with the knowledge at that point. When Nolan brought up to me that, oh yes, we are going to watch these two movies because we got a request for Skeleturtle. Yeah. I thought that somewhere in this movie, there was going to be, like, a monster island or something. Like, oh, a bunch of monsters. And one of them is, like, a bone-looking turtle creature.
0: And there was maybe, like, a fight sequence with it or something. Yeah, maybe.
1: Or, like, doesn't do much. It's kind of like how, like, the woolly mammoth thing in King of the Monsters. Yeah. Like.
0: But, uh, <coughs> nope. That nope. doesn't happen. <laughs> um, so this Skeletal... turtle. <laughs> Let me break down. I'm going right, to break right, down right. the entire existence of Skeletor to, within this film All right. so at a point in the narrative uh which we'll talk about later where they are going to where the main characters are going to beg Mothra to fight Godzilla mm. they are they arrive on what is it Isolation Island is that the name of it it's um
1: I didn't write it down. I don't think it's... I don't think it's going to be super important like later movies. Yeah, they
0: arrive on Mothra Island. Yeah, Mothra Island. And uh, they're walking across the beach discussing Mothra. And Mm. there's a bunch of skeletons there from all the nuclear testing that's gone on on Mothra Island. One of them
1: looks a lot like the original Godzilla skeleton.
0: Yeah, but in the background, just bobbing his head along. And unacknowledged... (laughs) by anyone in the narrative is Skeleturtle. The
1: people's champion.
0: So we we did a duology of episodes for 38 seconds that have nothing to do with the plot of pretty much just a set dressing.
1: Yeah, so the thing is that when we were watching it I was like, okay, I'm waiting for Skeleturtle and then they get to the island and then I hear Nola go and I'm like, where? <laughs> and then I see him
0: in the background, bobbing his little head. And... Like, there's a likelihood if we weren't doing these episodes specifically for Skeleturtle, neither of us would have noticed Skeleturtle's existence mm. at any point. Which is
1: unfortunate because he is, a, he's gorgeous. He's, he's beautiful. A, he's our beautiful boy. He is a gorgeous thing. Yeah. Where I wrote some things about Turtle that I think are important to know is that Skeleturtle is a large turtle, how he looks in the movie. He is a large turtle, like, not kaiju size, but he's big, with a bone-like appearance, seen about a third of the way when they entered the island. And I thought he was dead, but then he was bobbing his head. Yeah. So he is, in some form, either from, like, necromancer means, or whatever, he is, he is alive. So... So, how they made Skeleturtle is, because it was head bobs back and forth, and that shows that Skeleturtle's body is a matte painting in the background, but the head was a prop hanging from the ceiling. Really? I guess so, yeah. That's
0: fascinating. That, like, that's why... That's legitimately fascinating. Like <laughs> That's that, what it was said on such the... Such a weird way to do it.
1: On the DB page. I was page.
0: assuming it was like, you know those bobblehead dogs you put on, like, a... On like your car's dashboard. Yeah, I was assuming it was like a big <laughs> one of those.
1: Yeah, but no, it was a um. It was sure enough. He was a he was a mixed media creation, much like the other kaiju in this film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so I'm not done. <laughs> oh, we've got more Skeleturtle.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Skeleturtle two is so his moving was intentional, because he was inspired. By the Italian documentary *A Dog's Life*, where the remains of a turtle is swaying in the wind, and then it appears to be alive, and then if you look close, it appears to be blinking.
0: I didn't notice the blinking. That is terrifying.
1: Yeah. So, Skeleturtle, uh, what was the what was the name of
0: that person on the Reddit? Uh, Skeleturtle fan.
1: Shout out to Skeleturtle fan. We've been converted.
0: <laughs> yes. Much like Mothra converted us from Christianity in the last episode. Skeleturtle Skeletor- has... Has, has dragged
1: us, us from the light, yes.
0: From from, from doxy
1: <laughs> And down into his own version. Which we appreciate. Yeah. We love Skeleturtle here on the show. Um, yes, yeah, so Skeleturtle has his little cult following where... He has actually made a couple appearances. He's he's a little cameo in a com- one of the comic books, yeah, which is fun. But yeah, he's this little cult following creature that was a complete accident. But he was he's gorgeous and we love him. Yeah, he he's our boy. He is. So, um, other you know back to like less important things, I guess. Um, the effects for this movie also look pretty pretty good. Like nice, yeah. About level of the Mothra standalone movie, mm-hmm. um, the compositing in this movie. So we we complained about, we talked about,
0: yeah. Last time we complained <laughs> how bad the, the key, it looked whenever they keyed in uh the uh, the twins. Yeah, who I think our named the Peanuts actually, Possibly. but that's a dumb name. So we're gonna keep calling them the twins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the compositing in this movie looks a good deal better than that. Where there's shots in the, with the twins where I'm like, this is impressive. Like, for like 1964, yeah. it looks really good. Which we couldn't really say much about the 61
0: one. Yeah, and I don't think there was a single time I noticed where they did the Barbie doll thing again.
1: No. So the compositing of this movie looks better than Mothra. And I think one reason is because Toho invested in an expensive... It was called an Oxberry Optical Printer to create the composite shots. And this was the first film that used it. So that helped them like composite. Uh, so compositing is basically when, you know, you're overlaying different footage on top of each other. Like you record one video of um, the twins on a soundstage with like gr- blue screen behind them. And then, you know, you cut out the their background and lay them on top of the footage of like a hallway. So you can see them run down it. So, like, the compositing does look significantly better in this movie because of it.
0: Yeah. So.
1: But it's good stuff. Oh, and there's one more thing. Um, In the effects, there is a scene in this movie that is really dope where Godzilla is being firebombed.
0: Oh, yeah. And his face catches fire.
1: Yeah. It's, it is, like, incredibly visceral and awesome.
0: Well, exactly half of his face catches fire. Yes, he's uh, he becomes what one might call a two face, mm, if you would. Yes,
1: where <laughs> he has his um, so his head catches fire when the fire bombs hit him, and that was a mistake. Where oh fuck! <laughs> Surprise! I didn't know that. Oh god! <laughs> so that was from an accident where the liquid, the fire liquid, they were dropping like, splattered and hit him in the head. Here's the good thing, though, is... I didn't realize how exactly the how they were fitting in the suits. Um, Hiro Nakajima, who was playing Godzilla during this movie... Yeah. His head is well below where the Godzilla head is. Oh. So he didn't even notice it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cool, they just kept it in the final movie.
0: It is cool looking.
1: It is really... It's really... And nice you know, looking stuff. He just
0: gets that half face burnt, and you're like, you're expecting him from a hospital bed to be like, Mothra, what do you used to call me when I was in internal affairs? <laughs> we called you Zilla Two Face.
1: <laughs> and then Skeletor comes in and he goes, Do I look like a turtle with a plan? Do I look
0: like a Skeleturtle is Heath Ledger's Joker. He is that to this movie. He's the wild card that we deserve.
1: Yeah, I want to see a a, a spin-off movie of this where it's like Lion King one and a half where Skeletle is influencing all the events of this film. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great. So um that's about it for the effects, though. But they do look they do look nice. And it's uh It's a good-looking movie on the miniature front. Oh, wait. There's one more thing. Um, I wrote this important. So, one of the coolest scenes in the movie is when Godzilla smashes one of those, like, layered Japanese castles. Yeah. It looks so good.
0: It does.
1: So, you know what sucked about them filming that was the first time they shot it, they messed up.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Where...
1: Before Godzilla, because how they did it was they had two guys behind the tower with sticks to push it over Uh to help Godzilla when he's pushing it. So the first time they shot it, though, they were all set up and they pushed it too early. So Godzilla doesn't even get near it when it fell over the first time. So they had to rebuild the entire tower again (laughs) to have that shot again. But it's worth it, because it's, like, one of the best shots in the movie. It
0: is one of the best shots.
1: It's, like, this whole tower, and you see Godzilla, like, shake it and throw it around, like, throw it off, or, like, break it down. And there's, like, layers of the castle, like, falling in and everything. And, oh, another cool effect. That's a story thing, but it was a really good shot in this movie.
0: Yeah, it was. All right. Any more effects, stuff?
1: Um, Let's see. Oh. <sighs> Ah, no more Skeleturtle for this on this <laughs> note. So. Uh, nothing else matters. We can keep going.
0: Alright, so we're going to take a brief break and then we're going to come back to talk about the story.
1: Mm. We will, um, we're will. we going to put some commercials in here. If I can find a Skeleturtle commercial, I will play it here. <laughs> there won't be one,
0: but if we can, Skeleturtle coming <laughs> to you in the next five seconds. See you then. How many bones has a body got?
1: A child's got more bones than a grown-up's got.
0: A child's got more bones than a grown-up's got.
1: And that's a natural law.
0: Dem bones, dem bones meet calcium. Dem bones, dim bones meet calcium. Dem bones, dim bones meet calcium. And that's a natural law. A grown-up has about 200 bones. A child has many more, which grow into each other gradually that's why a child needs even more calcium and what's a natural thing for that a pint of milk helps your bones a pint of milk helps your bones a pint of milk helps your bones and that's
1: a natural law hello there everybody so unfortunately during that amazing uh you know that commercial break uh nolan had to head out but we do have another guest here that will fill in the, fill in the shoes for this episode.
0: Griffin Romprey here. Lead singer of a band that I, for doxing reasons, I'm not gonna mention. I am an OSHA expert. And I'd like to talk about just how fucking crap the, it, it's fucking bullshit. The, the... The amusement park in this film. And that's been a thing going on with amusement parks in Godzilla films so far. They're always shitty. Like, there are no rides. It's just, like, one set piece and then, like, a bunch of fucking desert. But that's not what matters. What matters is the safety concerns here. Because, there, <laughs> folks, there, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that... uh. That they built on top of Godzilla, and they never <laughs> noticed that they built on top of Godzilla. But uh, there's also the fact that, unimpeded, everyone is able to make it from the uh, the main ground of the amusement park to some cliff faces. There are no fences. <laughs> That's just unsafe. Now, I gotta go. But uh, Nolan, I hear he's coming back soon oh oh wow I forgot something here oh and, and we didn't finish fi- recording that episode I, I should help that
1: yeah thanks um yeah this yeah this yeah he just left the guest or you, you just saw him right
0: yeah I saw him pass out the door
1: oh, okay good he was going real fast
0: this is a dumb fucking bit <laughs> <laughs> okay so sorry Griffin again we love you um <laughs> I thought you were going to go with, he was never here. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so... Yeah, so... My rant about uh, the amusement park seems to have been covered by Griffin, so... uh, Let's uh, talk about some of the other stuff. Uh, The twins are back in this, and... Way better than the first, than the 61. They have a lot more character to them. They're... You know they are in this one. They are not just items of that Mothra has to protect. They are like in the same way that the Metatron is the voice of God on Earth. Mm. They are the voice of Mothra on Earth. Yes, they speak for her. They're also so creepy, but that's just because twins are creepy. And yes, Mm. I know I've got a twin brother and sister uh yeah uh, that that gives that makes me more qualified to say this if anything it's not a hypocritical thing
1: as a twins expert yeah as a per
0: the only uncreepy twins are danny devito and arnold schwarzenegger Uh <laughs> right i've
1: heard it here first folks <laughs>
0: uh but also the twins get a theme song this time that i don't think was in the uh first one
1: I read somewhere that the song, they they sing a song in the 61 one that we don't see in the yeah. American version. So maybe it was that.
0: Yeah, but it's like, it's like a bell thing, and I'm going to be honest, it, it's just the intro to Dream On. It is literally the intro to Dream On. It's just a do, 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 do. Many days I do I don't know the words here.
1: That's good, cause we don't want to get copyrighted. <laughs> yeah,
0: so it's it is that which was funny to see.
1: Yeah, but um, but the introduction's great because they don't have this big fancy thing. It's um, just
0: like they're in the bad guy's office, and it's just like, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh yeah, so I guess we go over the overall. Plot in the movie here. Oh yeah, I should give a brief on what the plot is of the film. So the film is by far, in my opinion, more a Mothra film than a Godzilla film.
1: Yes, which could lead into an interesting theory I have at the end.
0: So what the plot of the film is that uh, after a giant tsunami, um, a egg is a, a giant egg is washed ashore of this island village and a rich man named kumayama uh, come and his boss come in and they buy the egg and from the villagers and they make an amusement park around it Mm. and then but then uh oh the twins are here to say hey actually uh that's mothra's daughter uh she the nuclear testing that was done on our on our island it uh knocked that uh it knocked that egg loose and the egg floated over here. Could you give it back? And the businessmen are like, no. And can we buy you? <laughs> <laughs> that is that
1: is literally like the second thing they say. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they say no. And uh, we're gonna fuck off now with Mothra. Uh, you guys, uh, we we don't trust you anymore. Bye. Uh, then, Oosh. then uh, so. Then, as the egg is getting closer to hatching, and people are starting to really visit this amusement park en mass, the ground starts a rumbling, which was uh, and Godzilla emerges from the ground, who'd apparently been napping under the ground, <laughs> which was set up in the credits, because the very first shot we see is just a close-up of a sleeping Godzilla, and we have no context for what that means yet but it's actually really well layered. it's oh, it almost seems like it comes out of nowhere but it's layered in there because also there's a godzilla scale that is washed up in the uh storm that people are trying to figure out what it is mm. and but godzilla erupts and he's fucking shit up because that's his mo his introduction is so good in this movie It is. we've talked about how cool he looks when he's wet but when he's bone dry with some sand <laughs> cascading down, that looks pretty damn cool, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Because the first thing you see is his tail. And you're like, whoa, there he is. Yeah. It
0: starts, like, wiggling around, smashing into things. And he That emerges. was also a moment where before we knew Skeleturtle. Brandon thought that that <laughs> was going to be Skeleturtle. He thought Skeleturtle was about to pop up from the ground.
1: <laughs> Which he should have. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, they and, weren't bold enough of that of a choice yet. So, yeah. I understand.
0: Anyway, so, the protagonists, uh, 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 who are a group of journalists, uh, mm. they decide to go beg Mothra to help out. Yes. Mothra does.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're skipping over the Skeletor.
0: <laughs> Skeletor is on the island before they can ask Mothra to help out.
1: There, there we go. Thank you. But
0: Mothra does. But Mothra is dying soon. But we learn that the reason the egg is so important is because Mothra, though her body dies rather quickly, she, through her psychic abilities, transfers her mind into the next generation of Mothras. Which is a very psychological,
1: mythical concept that I did not expect out of Big Moth. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also gets a little confused because of the twins that are coming up that we talked about. but uh,
1: Yeah, it leads to some interesting implications. Yeah,
0: but so anyways, Mothra goes and fights Godzilla and she's wrecking his shit. But then she's tired. She's dying. Mm. She dies. And the twins have to sing for 10 minutes while Godzilla wrecks some people's shit. And then yeah. the twin Mothra larvae come out. And they wrap Godzilla up and throw him into the sea, presumably killing him. But, you know, he's a sea monster. They got him. He swims. (laughs) We got him, boys. Mission accomplished. (laughs) And then they swim off into the sunset.
1: Godzilla's one weakness, the sea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so that's the plot of the film overall. And Yeah. One of the very good things about this well, I feel like it's not a very good thing. It's just, it's an improvement, but it's an improvement that shouldn't have <laughs> to be. It's an exist. improvement from rock bottom. It's that the natives in this, they retconned it. Last time we talked a lot and about how the natives were in blackface. It was just it was a bunch of uh Asian actors in blackface. And
1: a couple white ones too.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but <laughs> But this time they were kind of retconned into just being Pacific Islanders. And uh, I've never been happier for a retcon. (laughs) Because we were able to, in a less complicated way, enjoy this film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that is an improvement. So we can more heartily recommend this one compared to 61. Yes, this one I
0: would recommend wholeheartedly. Yes.
1: Because... You don't got to feel the bad thoughts while you're watching it as much.
0: So now that the plot uh, is over, what what was your... You said you had a theory. Uh, Yes. Okay, lay that theory on me about this film.
1: So I have a theory, and this is related to a lot of monster films we have not seen yet, so this will be interesting to see if it holds true. I have a theory that the way they place the monster's name in a versus movie matters because you were just talking about this film does feel more like a Mothra sequel than it does a Godzilla movie. So Mothra it's the film name is Mothra versus Godzilla. So what I'm wondering is for future movies, when we watch them, If it's gonna feel more like the monster that the first title is.
0: Alright, but, uh, that does hold true, I think, because the boys are definitely the main character, and the hood is the kaiju they must fight.
1: (laughs) God damn it. God damn you.
0: (laughs) But... Okay, more seriously, though, I would complicate that. with. Are you saying it only applies to the Toho films? Because Godzilla vs. Kong that just came out, and we've seen, and most people have seen based Mm. on the box office. uh, That is squarely a King Kong movie.
1: Yes, which makes me think that I'm wondering if it... I'm talking more about the Toho movies.
0: Okay, yeah, then we can... We'll keep that theory in place Mm. as we watch Toho movies, then. Yes,
1: and watch it either rise to the occasion or crumble into dust.
0: Yeah.
1: Like the little people underneath Jack Black's foot in (laughs) Gulliver's Travels. Oh, God.
0: (laughs) Folks, we record two episodes a day when we do recording sessions, so that's why there's a lot of callback jokes (laughs) to the last episode in this one.
1: Yes. So, um, yeah, I have some, I have some thoughts though. So that's my theory. Is that I think it's going to line up because there's a lot of Godzilla movies from Toho called Godzilla vs. Blank, and they are definitively Godzilla movies. Yeah. So I do want to have a note here that I wrote down that Godzilla moves and acts like a bit of a drunk in this movie.
0: Oh, Godzilla's a little bitch in this film.
1: <laughs> yeah, like he he's slower. It feels like... Dumber. Yeah, it feels like they had to tone down Godzilla from, like, even raids again so that, like, two baby larvas could take him.
0: Yeah, it feels... Mothra's range is so limited for what any form of Mothra can do that... And it's clear that Isihara Honda might prefer Mothra to Godzilla... Mothra was the more recent film he made. It's the more. It is the more developed looking film. So you gotta do things if you want Mothra to feasibly A, stand a chance, and then B, win. Mm. And one of those is make Godzilla a fucking idiot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Godzilla nearly loses to some nets and electric fence in this movie.
0: Godzilla nearly loses. To the Tokyo Tower that he knocks over <laughs> himself.
1: Yeah, that's to show. If you want to have the second strong... film in
0: a row that the Tokyo Tower gets destroyed.
1: Yes, and if you want to make a comparison, Mothra is smart in that in the standalone movie and breaks it down to make herself into a cocoon to become Big Mothra.
0: Godzilla gets his tail stuck <laughs> and accidentally yanks it from the ground, hitting him in the head. <laughs>
1: It's it's like there was a reaction shot of Godzilla, like ah, like it's comical. It's, it's it's yeah, it's wild, but um, yeah, Godzilla is a little is yeah, he's a bit of a wimp in this movie.
0: Godzilla is also squarely the bad guy in this film. Like, oh yes, there's no complexity to Zilla's motives. No, yeah.
1: this is apparently the last movie. He's the pure bad
0: guy too. Yeah, from then on out, we get good guy Godzilla baby, yeah.
1: which was interesting. There was like um. I read, like, an excerpt about some film historians. There's some Japanese film historians talking about, like, the changing culture in Japan led Godzilla to being from this, like, big monster bad guy to being, like, a good person. Yeah. Once Japan, like, you know, worked its way out of the war and sort of had this economic boom and things were better. So I guess, you know, it affects one of their most popular icons. So it makes sense. Um, So, yeah, the... There is some interesting uh, things to say about Mothra sending her consciousness into her children.
0: Yes, there are.
1: Considering there are twins. Now, do you think it is, like, there's three separate things it could be if they're twins. Or, yeah, I guess maybe three. Maybe two. One of them is Mothra's full consciousness goes into one of the twins. Another one is just a new one. Yeah. Or half (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, or is there was it no third one. <laughs> clones of the same consciousness.
1: Ooh, are you talking about instead of moving it over? Oh, I get Replicating. you. Replicating. I get you. So yeah. they're clone. They're like clones of each other now. It's not yeah. like it's. You know they can communicate because they're the same mind. It's yeah. Which one's the original?
0: <laughs> and I think the answer to that is Isihoro Honda did not think through the implications of making Mothra pass pass her uh consciousness to her children.
1: <laughs> if there are two of them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like like it would work it wouldn't be a question if it had just been one larvae that comes out. Mm. And you know, I would even think based on the first Mothra movie, that what that, that Mothra larva, it would have stood a chance against Godzilla. I could see it. But making it twins really complicates it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the reason why I think they may have just written that in where it's like, oh, we want to make sure that you know, if we want to make sequels and new movies, that fans aren't like this is just another Mothra during every movie. Here's you know, yeah, I, I'm guessing bugs don't last that long,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I read that it was the same monster from Mothra 1961, so they only live a few years, I guess maybe.
0: Yeah, looks like it.
1: So. It makes sense if you want to keep it going because it's like, oh, no, like, you know, it's still the same mind of Mothra. It's just a new monster thing. Yeah, I guess that's better than like, it's just a new one. But it is a very different kind of monster than compared to Godzilla, which is the same dude every time. Except for the first one where he is definitely dead (laughs) at the end of the first
0: one. He then is dead. after that, it's ambiguous whether it's the same one or not. But yeah, but yeah. so now let's talk about an aspect of the film you really liked. We're going to talk about the evil businessman of the week. Woo, uh, woo, 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 woo. In this film, uh, we get a man named Kumayama and his boss who. Probably got a name. I didn't care. Torahada. Oh, Torahada. You really cared, <laughs> but <laughs> and there is evil business dealings because they promise, as we said in the synopsis, they they buy the egg off of the villagers, mm. but they do a shady business deal where they won't, where the villagers won't get the money for the egg until the opening of the park, but then the villagers are like, "We want it now," and Kumayama a man of the people folds <laughs> and pays them with the promise from his boss that his boss will pay him back mm. but then his boss screwed him over and so kumiyama shows up to what's his name's office torahata's office torahata's office beats him to a bloody pulp so and starts robbing his uh starts robbing his uh vault which at that point like Kind of felt like a
1: redemption arc for him. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, he's clearly a dick where he buys this egg and he's like, oh, I'm going to charge people to see it. And you're like, oh, what a grubby man. Yeah. But then your your hatred of him is moved to his boss when he's like, oh, this guy isn't actually the worst dude ever. But no, his boss is way worse. So, like, he beats the crap out of this sleazy businessman boss he has. And then he's like, I'm going to take my money back and everything.
0: But the boss... So, first, the boss, uh, while he's fumbling around on the ground, he sees Godzilla coming towards their office building, and he takes his pistol out of his desk, realizes, that would be fucking useless. I can't just shoot Godzilla. But Mm. then realizes in a second thought, but I can shoot Kumeyama, and he shoots him in the head.
1: And on screen. <laughs>
0: yeah, on screen, in the head, blood spurting like, from his forehead.
1: Oh yeah. And he <laughs> slumps to the ground with the bag of with the big uh, bag of money he was yeah. taking.
0: Then the boss grabs the bag of money, starts running out of the building, but is crushed by Godzilla's tail.
1: Well, it's better than that. Like you see yeah. it keeps cutting between like Godzilla smashing the building yeah. and the guy like running and trying to escape the villain trying to escape with the money. And like things are crashing around him, and it keeps cutting. It was a really cool shot. Yeah, it
0: was a it was real like a cool scene. I mean, it was a real Spielberg asshole businessman gets his comeuppance uh, yes. kind of moment. It
1: was exactly what we wanted to happen to that bad dude at the end of Mothra. Yeah,
0: it was, was a it was a film. lawyer on the toilet moment. We'll call yes, it. Yes, but it was. Uh,
1: yeah, it was chef's kiss. Perfect. It, so,
0: but yeah, so.
1: So I, oh, I um I have a note about that guy. So, Kenji Sahara is the actor who played the main villain, Torahata, and he spent time with real estate agents pretending to be a customer to imitate their self-confidence for the movie.
0: That is method. <laughs> but also, I can't say that would be accurate because my dad is a real estate agent, and he's a cool dude. So, mm. I'm not gonna comment on that. Hmm. Love you, Dad. Happy birthday. <laughs> well, it's not it's your birthday when we record. It won't be your birthday when this gets released.
1: Setting the birthday wish down the line. Yeah.
0: It's like so, a yeah. little little second birthday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so there it is. Um yeah, the villain was really fun in this movie. He was like one of my favorite ones in these movies yeah. so far. Like he was so one note like I'm an evil dude. And like then the, they go
0: out in, like, a, a Tarantino scene. It was fun. Yeah.
1: It was... I if I want more Godzilla movies with those human characters where it's very clear. There wasn't a situation where, like other movies that we've seen, where there's so many human characters and I don't remember them. And I'm like, is that guy the reporter? Or, yeah, that guy's the reporter because he's won the reporter badge and everything. But then, like, there's this new guy and everything. I think this one was good because it kept the cast smaller. Like for the most of the movie, the like the reporters stay together while they're like talking with the, um, yeah, with the twins and getting everything. And I was like, oh, I'm I'm connecting with them more than it's when it's this big office full of people. Yeah, it's like everything.
0: An attractive guy reporter, an attractive girl reporter, and a dude who likes eggs.
1: Oh, egg guy, egg egg guy, guy, egg guy, egg egg guy. guy.
0: Every scene this guy has in the office, he's just eating an egg. And it's not like a hard-boiled egg where he peels it and he's like just chomping in his mouth. It's like one of those weird things. I think soft-boiled, where you like you you cut the top off and you got a spoon in there.
1: Yeah. But it was but, the best scene though, because he in the movie where they're like, oh, when they talk about the egg at first, he's like, oh, an egg? What? And he's like carrying the egg. And you think, um, you think when we say egg guy, it's like, oh, like he eats an egg once,
0: right? He eats a lot of eggs in this movie. For pretty
1: much every scene in the office with him, he is eating an egg, and he's like. Oh, they're incubating the egg. Well, it takes about three minutes to make a soft-boiled egg, so we multiply that by
0: 155,000. It's good to see someone using their expertise.
1: (laughs) Yes. An egg guy with his expertise in eggs was very strongly powerful in that way.
0: Yeah. So, do you have any other story beats you want to talk about?
1: Okay, um... Yeah, so the twins' introduction is better than Mothra, of course. Yeah. The... Let's see yeah i really like the i liked how it got a little more interesting with um you know the businessman buys the mothra egg from the fishermen because it's technically in their water and they and he wants people to pay for it in the theme park he's going to close off like that was more interesting to me It feel like there was an interesting yeah. through line of that theme park
0: yeah the theme park was in it was a lot better of a theme park than in godzilla versus Gaigan, where the the theme park just kind of exist and it doesn't really matter to the plot. It's just there for a set piece for the final battle. Yeah. In this one, the theme park is just there for a set piece for the final battle, but it is worked into the plot in a natural way. Yes.
1: Like there's time skips. Yeah. I was like, I love I want to have a time skip where like they're building it around the egg and they do. It's yeah. sick. So let me see got anything else here. Okay, well we do have one thing else. How? In our segment, make it gritty.
0: Make it gritty time. Woo! I got a good pitch for this.
1: All right, I'll start you off. So, of course, in this film, the the two side monsters in the film have already been introduced, which they're, you know, they're not important. Godzilla and Mothra. Yeah. yeah,
0: both of those have been done in the legendary MonsterVerse films. Yeah, and so, they're not
1: important anyways.
0: Yeah. So.
1: So, who is important,
0: though? Skeleturtle.
1: Skeleturtle, baby. So. How would you introduce the best kaiju into the Monsterverse? All
0: right, so in the Legendary Monsterverse films, it's already been set up that King Ghidorah is dead mm. and he's just like a skeleton. He's got he's a big his skull. bones all around the place. He was obliterated to just bones.
1: It was pretty metal cuz you think it'd be like in the brain of him. No, it's in the bones. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I think In a film that would be called Ghost of King Ghidorah.
1: Oh, sick.
0: Jasper, stop throwing stuff at us. (laughs) (laughs) He's an abusive producer, folks. (laughs) But, uh, so... So, uh, yeah. King Ghidorah... Scientists will find a way to make King Ghidorah's skeleton animate. Hmm. Or maybe witches, something. Uh,
1: The two, the the two main things: science or witchcraft. (laughs) But so, I mean, it's an entranceway for for magic in the monster verse.
0: You'd bring, so, the witches or scientists or whatever, Mormons maybe, are going to bring (laughs) the skeleton of King Ghidorah back to life. As a giant skeleton kaiju. And then they're going to get greedy. And they're going to start making other skeleton kaiju. Mm. Uh, we're going to get, you know, a skeleton Rodan. We're going to get the new Mothra that was set up at the end of King of the Monsters. Fighting with skeleton Mothra. Ah, oh, Skelemoth. But most importantly, emerging from the battlefield. Yes. The skeleton of a giant turtle. Mm. A Skella turtle if you will folks that's my pitch yes Woo.
1: I like it I like bones and then at one point at one point one of the characters is gonna be like controlling a the mechagodzilla they rebuilt and they're gonna right before they suck sock uh, bone Ghidorah in the face they go I got a bone to pick with you oh you say man.
0: one of the actors but we all know it will be Milford Roberta Brown <laughs>
1: yes okay awesome so um my version is a little more straightforward for Skeleturtle. i would say that um, Skeleturtle. so uh, i'll set the scene so milford bobby brown is on vacation after a long is she in she's in yeah she's in uh
0: she's in high school at this point by the time another movie comes out she'd be a college kid yeah I
1: so think. she's on let's say summer vacation from college yeah. And she is in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Fun location. Good yeah. to relax from the near multiple apocalypses that she's had a direct or indirect part in preventing.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, trying to chillax on the beach. Maybe Hawaii she's got, you know, her and her dad are wearing Hawaiian shirts. They're bonding.
0: Yeah.
1: And then all of a sudden, um they start hearing feeling rumblings. Rumblings from the deep. Only to find that the The Kraken is real. And the Kraken wants to bring Hawaii back down to the sea. And the only thing that can... Godzilla's doing his own thing right now. Godzilla's
0: on vacation in Cancun.
1: Exactly. Godzilla's (laughs) on vacation. Mothra's MIA. The only hero that can stand in the way of the Kraken is the Skeleturtle.
0: Woo! 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 Skeleturtle! Skeleturtle! Woo! But, yes.
1: Yeah. So that's how Skeletor will appear.
0: All right. We don't have any questions from the email today, so... Uh, but you can send them to us. Yes. Tell them how they can send it to us, Brandon.
1: So, um, we have our email at Casters at gmail.com. You can send us questions there or ask us for... You know, ask us some movies we want to see or et cetera. Or movies we're going to see. Send us requests, all that stuff. Good things. Um, you can have us on, you can check out our Twitter at, at podzilla C. The C stands for can't remove it because it's already been made. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts.
0: Hopefully by this time, Apple Podcasts.
1: <laughs> It'll be really sad if it's not. Yeah, and a bunch so-
0: of other podcatchers. Uh, mm so but yes also i lurk on the uh the r slash godzilla subreddit so Mm -hmm. if you have any questions about our podcast there i will probably see them and i can probably answer them
1: yes so we got lots of ways to reach us on so send us some questions and everything we'd love to hear it so check us out on those platforms and we got plenty of episodes for you to listen to if this is your first one hi there
0: and we've got. I I, sw- I hope it wasn't your first one, folks. There's a lot of context here, but uh, so, next week we're doing something a little special, though. I mean, not that special. We just had in this episode our first guest star Griffin, but yeah, but we're having our second guest star, uh, and for the whole episode, a the Greenlight Podcasts Jackson Campbell. Will be reviewing with us Ibira, Horror of the Deep. It's a big lobster. It's going to be a seafood bash. <laughs> Yo, Ibira, you got the surf. <laughs> I got the turf. And Godzilla punches him in the face. That's what we're expecting. We cannot wait. Woo! We have been waiting since we conceived of this podcast to do Ibira. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Good night. or morning i don't know when you watch
1: yeah whichever way you're watching we'll see you next time